You are listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy Ofeich. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. February edition of Backstage at the Nick Comedy Showcase Podcast. This is me, your host, Matt Kona, and uh, we have some first-timers with us. Leanne Song, who is a volunteer who did last month's Naked Comedy Showcase. Hi, Matt. Hi, Leanne. Hi. Hi, Hi again. That's enough. <laughs> and and uh, Sam Savello, first-timer. What's good? We'll find out. And Kevin M. Quigley. Hi. Here. We're, we're all uh, excited about the show now. So, Leanne, tell me what brought you to the show last month and what made you want to go on stage. So doing Naked Improv was my New Year's resolution for 2019. Um, when did you make this resolution? I made it, well, at the beginning of 2019. Um, I had two goals. I wanted to play more music with other musicians and... Do Naked Improv, mostly because I wanted to try this thing called radical vulnerability. It felt like I've been really inhibited in most of my life, for most of my life, and I just wanted to feel less repressed. And this, I came to the show once, um, two years ago, and it just struck me as exactly that. Like, what is more radical and vulnerable than being naked on stage telling jokes? <laughs> public speaking, public nudity right. wrapped into one. And Sam, what made you want to try the show? Have you seen it before? I've seen it before. Yeah, I came a couple months ago. Um, I just, like, I actually know Kevin, and I was like, he was on it. <laughs> I didn't know. I bought my tickets beforehand, and then he ended up being on it, and it was, like, really funny. And then I was like, okay, like, maybe I should try it. And he was like, yeah, but it might be a little bit tough to get on it. So I just messaged Andy, and I thought, like, he was going to deny me. And I was like, oh, he's going to deny me. This is just, like, a hoax. But then he was like, yeah, you, you can be on it. And then I was like, uh-oh, I have two weeks to get ready for this <laughs> naked comedy. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. This opportunity isn't going to come up again. So I just, you know, challenge yourself and have fun. Hey, Kevin, I think I've probably asked you this question before, but you have to dig back months into the podcast. I'll dig it, yeah. What makes you keep coming back? Well, it's good to get that Thursday stage time with those <laughs> warm, sold-out room here in Cambridge, Massachusetts. and uh, First Thursday? Of the I don't know. I, do I don't know if I can wax poetic. Uh, every other Thursday, uh, I cry myself to sleep at night. No, no I don't know. talk about your first time doing it. My first? Oh, were you here for his first time? No, no, no. no. That was like many times then. Well, my first time doing it, I was like very, very nervous. I actually got rejected from Andy. The first time I asked him, he said no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is why I told him. Yeah, he gave me false advice. He's like, "You're not gonna get on it, Sam." And I like, don't think I said that. I was not that. <laughs> okay. That well, did he give you a reason for rejection? Not, not an outright reason. He just because I sent him a tape and he said, "I mean, sometimes it's just full. It's nothing to do with." The well, tape. he said, "I'm not gonna put you on like in general." Uh, and he said, "Keep working." He said, "Keep working." And then in six months, he sent me another tape, and I I did send him another tape in six months. And it was kind of the same thing. It was like, "Yeah, two weeks sounds good." Like, and I was like, "Oh no, like two weeks." And uh, wait, how did you hear about it though? Because everyone knows about it in the comedy scene. You know, people people talk. So you There's wanted whispers. To, you wanted to be on it, like 
to be seen. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get myself some of this naked comedy action. Well, Big D was a, one of the first friends I made in that oh. comedy, and he was a big, a big proponent of the naked comedy showcase. Still is. Uh, yeah, I talked to Chloe him as well. Chloe was one of my the first people I talked to in comedy, and she was a, is a regular on the show. So Sam, you, how do you, you and Kevin know each other? Just from doing stand up. Yeah, just through comedy. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned Big D because I just saw him yesterday, and then he told me that he got his naked set recorded <laughs> and put it on YouTube. Well, but I think I he blacked it. out everything. He put a he put a smiley over. But that the, made me want to do it. I was parts. like, I was like, maybe I need like like naked <laughs> recording. Did you, did you search it on YouTube? <laughs> no, I, I haven't it? seen it. No. Well, I think the thing is, when you're a man, you can just put the one smiley over the penis area when you're a woman you gotta do like a big smiley that covers 75% of your body <laughs> why are you using smileys <laughs> you don't necessarily Big D just happened to have used a smiley okay so you saw it okay I got yeah. you no, it's not I, didn't, I didn't see it he, he had a nice Wix website once and he had the naked clip and... as a man you could also exaggerate what you're hiding if you use blurs you know that is true you no, just no. blur it like halfway down your knee and um, and nobody will be the wiser. I don't think he did it out of humility, though. I think he did it out of it would have gotten taken off of YouTube. Of course, if he had yeah. That. I'm talking with different ways of saying, "Haven't you?" All right, no. we'll move on. So, Leanne, when you went to the show to volunteer last time, did you know that you were going to do it? Did you know, all right, this is the time, or were you just kind of waiting for the moment to strike you? Well, I kind of had to. It was December. I'd put it off for 11, oh, okay. 11 months. That's a nice Right. Yeah, and I yes. brought two accountability buddies so that if I was, like, sitting on one hand, I had the other friend on the other side to make sure I raised my other hand. <laughs> so I did everything I could to force myself to go on stage. Nice. And did you have something prepared? I mean, you mentioned doing improv did you just go go off there and so i have no training and that's kind of like i beauty and a a blessing and a curse i guess like i don't really know what sets are supposed to look like Mm -hmm. um but i guess it's also pretty freeing because i just say what like i thought this was called naked improv and i've been telling people that so i'm like i'm gonna improv well there used (laughs) to be i mean this show has been going on for like over 10 years and there were people doing sketch naked, and there was people doing improv naked, as well as uh, as just stand up. So, so you weren't far off. It's just been a <laughs> while since any improvisers have uh, have wanted to to do a naked scene, I guess. But hey, I'm back. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna fill that void. So is that what you're gonna do today? I mean, did you did you sort of sort things out, or are you just gonna That's- go up there and? I mean, I'm in grad school, so I don't have a lot of time to think about funny things. Yeah. I've just tried to be more observant. Um, mm-hmm. I have some thoughts that might vanish when I'm nervous on stage, but <laughs> some some sort of semblance of an idea of what I want to say. Yeah. Okay. So you're expecting nervousness. All right. <laughs> but I mean, you already kind of did it a little bit, you know, since you already... Now, when you did it, were you standing like... Because sometimes, depending on who's working the booth... You can't see the audience too well, or you can't see them at all. Sometimes you can see them maybe too much to be comfortable. I don't know. I mean, you can see bodies. Honestly, you, like, black out, right? You're just, like, so nervous. I don't even know what I said. People laughed. Andy was like, good job. And so I was like, all right, I must have I must have done something right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's not recorded. You didn't put it on YouTube. Gotcha. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, when you asked Andy to do it that was I guess sometime in the last month or this is just the first opening yeah like a couple of weeks ago and then I just sent a tape um 
Yeah, I guess my perspective is kind of different from yours, Leanne, because, like, I'm a comic, so I, like, you know, I do comedy, and, like, I feel like this is the ultimate, like, vulnerability, because, like, it's already kind of, like, bad enough doing comedy and, like, sharing, like, a thought or, like, a joke, and then it doesn't land, but, like, if you do that naked, that's, like, even crazier. (laughs) So it's kind of, like, a lot of risk-taking, but I feel like it's, once you do that, it breaks a seal, and then you're like, well, I've been naked before, like, fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that brings me to the the next question. Have you are I don't know if it's their, your personality types. Have you ever been like just wanted to uh, spice things up and been naked at a party in public to be funny around your friends in some strange situation before? And if so, walk me through that. I think I'm like a closet nudist trying to get out. <laughs> I just think clothes are overrated. It's like capitalism making you feel bad about yourself and making you buy things um but i'm trying to like ease people into that idea so um i i figured i would start with myself like really just like live by what i believe and like the world's not ready to see me walk down the street naked and in boston that's not super practical <laughs> no but not i figured this time of the year it's february <laughs> yeah no that's the worst i don't know what you want that yeah. um but I felt like when I came here, it just felt like a really safe space, like body positivity, right? To interrupt Boston specifically? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was one of those people that came and didn't know what I was getting into. Like many things in my life, I did it for a cute guy that I met on the street. <laughs> he like invited me to the show and I was like, oh, sounds like a date. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone was naked on stage and I. Oh, so he didn't tell you? No, that it was gonna be? no. Because uh, Andy does that bit, right? He where he's like, bring right a friend and don't tell them what it is. Yeah. You were, you were that friend. Yes, I was that friend. Yeah, I've, I've, I've met a couple of, of you over the years. So then let me, uh, what, what, first of all, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but did it end up being a date? Or no, was he not just at all. Or someone on the street? Oh, no. No, not at all. He like had oh. a female friend in the show. He was just like some German guy visiting his friend for a con, like here for a conference, visiting his friend who was in the show. She was a beautiful woman. And I was like, well, <laughs> this had to have happened for a reason. And two years later, I guess the reason was I wanted to come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The closet is filled with clothes and you wanted to get away from that. Yes, I wanted to Marie Kondo in my closet. <laughs> yeah. But were you like a kid, you know, like the kids that can't keep, you can't keep clothes on running around the house naked as a teenager? Did you skinny dip any of that? Or this is just a state of minds that you're now unlocking no this is it i think like my my first concept of like nakedness not being cool was at like the public the public pool where i'd go sh- like shower with my mom and like we would just both get naked because that's what you do to get clean so you how do you get shower, clean right? right if you're wearing your bathing suit still and people would walk by and just like look at you like you were savage <laughs> and i was like i just didn't get it but i felt shame and i just want to not feel repressed and shameful anymore. So my goal was literally like not even to be funny. It was just to stand on stage and not say something self-deprecating about my body. <laughs> That's there awesome. It sounds like a, a pretty good personal mindset. And it's cool that your mom didn't teach you uh, naked shame. Like <laughs> passive aggressive people around the pool locker room may have perhaps. But... Yeah. Grateful for that. Yeah. What about you, Sam? What's your, history of nakedness oh yeah i guess like i don't know i guess i i was like pretty like 
um, uptight for a while. But then when I moved to Boston, like, my roommate and I just, like, just go out a lot and, like, go really wild. We've had, like, a ton of threesomes and just, like, get on Tinder and invite, like, people back. And then it kind of became, like, we just walk around naked. <laughs> but now we have a new, like, male roommate, so we don't do that as much. But, like, actually she's... The in-house threesome is... Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, we don't want to tell him about our history because once he finds out, he's going to be like, I want in on this. We're all going to fuck every night. And, like, yeah. I don't just don't want that. But she's here tonight, so I'm going to do, like, a little shout-out for her. But, nice. uh, <laughs> yeah. Were you, was this already going on before you became roommates? Or did this become a, hey, let's... Uh... No, like, after. We were random roommates just from like facebook and then um just after we you know just kind of you know things things developed now is do you go through roommate type uh sharing of uh you know household duties but like all right you have to get them on tinder this time i did it last time we took a break because we wanted to like actually try to like find like a real partner but um when we were doing it like very actively like Wait, what do you mean you wanted to find a real partner like each of us okay, yeah like we each, separate ones yeah not, it's not separate ones. you don't want to be a throuple <laughs> um so but at that time, yeah, it was actually like, you know how you always have like a bunch of phone numbers in your phone and you look you up? Like we just would go through. So like sometimes it would be her guy coming over, sometimes it would be my guy coming over. And then in a very desperate mode, it would be like a Tinder guy, which is dangerous because you don't necessarily know what they look like when they get there. And we had to kick one person out because he catfished us. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what happened with that? We we had to be like, oh, we're not into this. Sorry. So he just didn't look anything like you, or he just completely lied about the, everything. The, the photos were like kind of like blurry, so like we couldn't really see. And then like when he showed up, it was just like the vibe wasn't working. So we had to just be like, eh, we're gonna cut our losses and just not like you know we don't want to lead someone on. Yeah, now I can see how that could be a little dangerous in terms of inviting them right to the the home. Yeah, <laughs> not not a. Coffee place or something first for, yeah. a, for a screening. <laughs> yes, very true. Wow. Uh, so she's here tonight. She's here tonight. And yeah. She's seen you naked before. Yes. But, but, <laughs> has she seen you do comedy before? She has seen me do comedy and she's seen me naked. So now we're combining the two. Ah, the meaning of the world. <laughs> do you think that she would would volunteer? Oh, no, no, no. She, no. she When she saw the volunteer part, she freaked out. We came together last time, and she was like, no, I would never do that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the price is right where they randomly pick someone from the crowd or, you know, yeah, yeah. all right, Sam's roommate, come on down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But never naked at parties, never streaking. I guess that's more of a 70s thing. Yeah, no, none of that. Wait, we do that. So I went to Harvard for undergrad, and we have this thing called Primal Scream right before – every exam or every like exam cycle um which what you have every semester or? every semester okay. yeah. yeah so um there's some like weird fucked up tourists who like camp out late at night just to watch us do this streak around campus but that was my first time like really streaking or doing anything like that so uh -huh. it was fun um and so how did you hear about that i mean it's just the harvard tradition like you hear about that at orientation and you get <laughs> in your head or or, or you, you hear about it like a day before the final? Uh, it's just tradition. It's like you, you hear it from other students. Um, and then like the night before people like 
run around in the library in costume, screaming and shouting and being like, yeah, Primal Scream. So mm-hmm. you know it's happening. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool, cool. Well, um, yeah, Primal Scream. There's also a naked bike ride that happens in Boston, too. What? Yeah. Do, do you have to like you ride a bike? I do ride a bike, but that sounds kind of painful. Oh, I mean, you got to be careful. Yeah, that some chafing could occur. Yes, you know, for sure. I mean, you, do you put the the? Uh, why do people put plastic bags on their bike seats? Do you know? So I'm the seats don't get wet. Okay. All right. For yeah. rain. Okay. Definitely okay. not a recyclist. <laughs> oh, hey, that's <laughs> the I'm voice sh- of Dan Martin who you can see at a special Tuesday edition of the Naked Comedy Dan Martin headlining CD recording on March 24th. Get your tickets now, improvboston.com. And uh, and uh, Steve Brickman has sat down with us as well, the Quadruple Podcast. This is Leanne. She was a volunteer last week, Hi, or last Hi. month rather, and she's... Uh, I think I've seen yeah. both of you perform, yeah. so oh, little starstruck. <laughs> Uh, Sam stepped off mic, but Sam, after you do your set, please come back and, yeah. and tell us how it is. Give us a, a, a wrap up for, for it. So w- let me ask you this, uh, Leanne, when you went back to, to do the joke or to improv or talk, which you say you don't remember <laughs> any of, um, but it went well if Andy gave you the okay to come back, uh, were there people backstage to to give people jokes for you? Because yes. that's something that Dan and I have both done in the past, mm. uh, him more so than me now. I think I've quit because I'm doing this most of the time yeah. and because people have rejected when I give them my jokes. I give the dumbest. Yeah, my Steve. joke was also re- rejected. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Well, Steve, that makes me feel bad. I think I give you the gave kid, me my I joke. I oh. What was joke. it? It was good. It made me laugh. It's a terrible joke. <laughs> well, we have to hear it. What is was it? it the penis and the potato joke? That sounds right. There was get, a potato. What do you get when you cross a penis with a potato? A dictator. <laughs> yeah, a dictator. Uh, dictator. Yeah. 2020, that's relevant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. yeah. We have a dick potato in office right now. <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh, Liam, where do you... Uh, you said you went to Harvard as an undergrad? Yeah. Somewhere else for grad school? I'm at Tufts now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, stayed in the neighborhood. I've gone to literally, like, all the schools in Boston. I got a culinary arts degree after that, after Harvard at BU, and then was like, uh-huh. fuck, how do I make money? So then I went to Tufts, and I'm doing a degree in innovation and management. Ah, so you could start that cupcake company or something. Yeah, Maybe. you know. What's your favorite thing to cook in culinary school? My favorite do you thing? ever cook just in an apron? Because I think that's popular. I just read that in the New York Times. There's like this nudist cooking community that I think is wonderful. Um, I don't ever just cook naked because I've always had roommates, and that mm-hmm. would probably not be cool for squares. <laughs> them again. I mean, if you don't give them a heads up, <laughs> it might be a little bit jarring, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, but my favorite thing to eat oh, – well, I have so many favorite things to eat. Uh, just give me the top 15. Okay, I mean, like, I love, like, pizza is still my favorite food. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of what I like to cook, I also really like Mediterranean food. I like to eat it. It's simple to cook. It's really clean. Um, really, sometimes really rich flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to cook Mediterranean food. And obviously Chinese food. I'm Chinese, mm-hmm. so. I made a teriyaki meatloaf last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. get it. Get yeah. that fusion food. <laughs> I had a few things in the pantry. A pound of meat. <laughs> there you go. It was good, and then I took a sandwich of it to work today. That's it. That's yeah. the contribution of that cool. conversation. 
chopped so, up on All right, Leanne, come small. back when you're uh, done afterwards. Mm. We're going to keep talking about food. Hi. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Quigley. Yes, hey, what's up? The original Kevin Quigley. The first has come mm-hmm. down. I don't even think Andy knows I'm here yet, but... Yeah, I have to figure it so, out. So, yeah. <laughs> He'll get it. You're usually here. Kevin, thanks yes. for coming. Thank I know you. you've been up since 5 a.m. today. I, I legitimately working. have. And, and at the time of this recording, it's uh, midnight. No. <laughs> 9.53. I won't be going to bed until yeah. midnight. Yeah. Jeez. Um, what... I mean, first of all, this is just a dumb question because you mentioned teriyaki meatloaf. Has anyone been to Burger King lately? No, I have not. Are you going to talk I, about the Impossible Burger? Yeah, right? No. No? But I'm gonna, I, went to, I, went, I just got back from vacation. I went to Hawaii. And, oh, so uh, And, so and uh, you know, they, they have a lot of different food at the supermarkets, but we went to a Burger King. I had to get an Impossible Burger, yes. yes. But they also have a teriyaki Whopper. Oh, I've never seen oh wow! So did did it have like know, a pineapple slice on it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get. I didn't get oh. it. Huh. But um, they were very difficult. This the Hawaii Burger King. Oh. You know, you know how like in a lot of fine print they say void. We're prohibited. Like some cans are only recyclable in Hawaii. It's a real pain. They didn't. They didn't honor the uh, Impossible Burger and the two for six deal. And the two for six deal was a two for ten deal in Burger King, so you can oh. use the app. So I was outraged, ruined my vacation. I went on vacation to go to Burger King in Hawaii, <laughs> and I came back failure. I went to a food court when I was in Hawaii, and I decided, you know, I'm going to get the local flavor stuff. So I went to this like place, and I'm like, that looks like it's weird. Like it was wrapped up in some sort of like banana leaves or whatever, and it was it tasted like sewage. It was so bad. And and then I realized that I should have gotten, like, the local food at a nice place as opposed to a mall food court. Uh, oh, wait, wait, did you eat the wrapper of I, the burger? No, I took it <laughs> off. I took, it took this thing and it just And I said, Sean, is this just me being, like, jingoistic or whatever? And he's like, no, this smells bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it was, it was disgusting. But I loved everything else I ate. In Your Hawaii. trip to Burger King was a real Hawaiian gut punch. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, get it, like Hawaiian punch. No, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. And your gut nice. is where the food goes. I bought a bunch of weed in Hawaii off of a <laughs> kayak uh, tour kind of guy. See, <laughs> everyone, I, everyone I met there, I thought could sell me weed, but I'm like, yeah, one, one well, weed guy. Yeah, this one is a sad story. It's not a happy story. So oh, I was no. very excited because I'd never like bought weed off of anybody before. It was early never in my kind of weed career. Salesman. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, Skip bought me this bunch of bunch of weed, and then. Um, Smoking it and nothing is happening. And it turned out it was like the female of the plant, or it's like the non psychoactive sex, the male. Ah, yeah. uh, really? Male. Yeah. Male does sometimes nothing. they'll yeah. sometimes they'll they'll Makes sell sense. you that when they just want to rip you off. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like men. Yeah, yeah. Do exactly. nothing. Do nothing for you. <laughs> well, don't get also, me high. There's also like I mean because the CBD business is is so. Big now. I, I've seen companies that sell just CBD flour. They say so. It's basically they're selling you the same thing. Mm-hmm. Real, yeah. real fake weed. Yeah. I mean, real, real weed. No effects. Big business. The impossible. They're not a sponsor of the show. Impossible weed. Impossible weed. It's made out of meat. How do you get this lit? It's dripping red. Crazy. Oh, shit's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's very high in cholesterol. Uh, it's very high. I get it. Yeah, yeah. 
I've been saying that. I gotta stop saying that because, like, I'll, I'll laugh Just at a joke. I get it. To that, it's a funny <laughs> joke that I'll and I'll be like, oh, I get it. You know, to be ironic, but I do get it, and it's funny. Like, so laugh, I'm, I'm just yeah, being the, annoying. The response is not to be annoying. Yeah, I'm, I'm working yeah. on it real hard. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, well, at I least you threw the ha 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 in before. Yeah, you should have thrown it in. Yeah, thrown it, thrown it in, thrown it. You threw it in. I got a nap today, and I'm still throwing line in. Oh, I have not had a nap. I haven't had a nap either, Dan. Sorry, no nap for me. Rubbing it right in. I rubbed it out before the nap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. I, did that. Yeah. I had a, a, well, you a bit of an orgy today. today. A bit of rubbed one. it out. Rubbed one out. All right. What do you mean a bit like, of an orgy? Uh, what do you two mean, rooms, like, oh. a bunch of guys. It was great. Okay. Yeah. What? Two uh, rooms. Wait, wait. We gotta okay. go back. Yeah. This is the most Rewind. group set. Like Sam just threw in. Uh, you guys, I don't know, some Sam of you weren't here. That yeah. Threw in a casual orgy story. Casual orgy story. So let's go. So I was just at some uh, guy's house, and and it was a uh, two what rooms. time of day. Uh, okay. Sort of right before uh, six. Six. Okay. Yeah. Right. So after work, but before uh, before comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and it was two rooms, and it was it's always funny when I when I do this. Uh, was be- it nine past six? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get it. Six oh nine. Six oh nine. Oh nine. But yes, you put it. I get it. You put an inner tube between you while you're sixty nine to work your neck muscles. So there's there's always this one guy in every room that doesn't want to do anything. He just wants to watch, and it's always creepy, and people don't like it sometimes. Yeah. Why does he come? There should be a limit on that. No, to the right. I get it. So he's not even jerking. No, he's just sitting there like. Drinking a water bottle and just staring huh. at people, and it's it's so unsettling. But that's his thing, like, right? That's uh, his, it, yeah. That's his. It, like, just he, hard as fuck being a cuck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hard as cuck. Yeah. Hard as cuck. Hard as cuck. I went to the Celtics game last night, and there was uh, one player that didn't get into the game, so you know. Maybe he Isn't that like every maybe, that's every sports fan, right? Yeah. He just watched. He just maybe, don't yeah. do anything. maybe he's like with the U.S. Census or something. Maybe he wants, <laughs> he wants to see I, what's going on. Oh, orgy participants. Yeah, yeah I got that. How oh, many of you are residents? And it's so it's always weird. It's always just like game because there's all different body types, and so if like a bunch of people are going in and everyone's jerking off or doing stuff, and then like. Um, wait, it, wait, is there just a jerk off room? There's not a jerk okay. Sometimes they're, they're jerking off and sometimes they're giving head. It's like a theme. There's, there's no actual fucking. There's no fucking. Is that an agreed upon thing? It's like a low they key. They can, people can, but okay. it's just, it's, it's, it's in bad taste. It's a bit of a commitment. Yeah. yeah. Literally, yeah. because yeah. if you're blowing a guy and he just, never mind. Mm. Yeah, 8 a.m. You don't know that. I don't know yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's 6 p.m., who knows? Maybe they read a long day. Maybe it's a shower room. It's 6 p.m. on a, on a Tuesday, I mean, or a right. Thursday. No one really wants to do Aston out there. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was yeah. saying about yeah. the bad tip. I get it. I get my own joke. <laughs> do you understand? Do you understand that you made a joke? I understand my own joke. I get my yeah, own yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But joke yeah. made. I'm just gonna sit in a <laughs> I'm just gonna sit in a crowd and, and note when jokes are made. <laughs> Matt, when you and I hang out, you'll say joke made, I'll say I get it. And yeah. that'll be our whole yeah. I yes. love it. Joke made, Dan. I get joke it. Joke I made. Get it. I get it. All right. No laughing. Like a little bell, like bing. <laughs> but it's so strange. Like like someone will come in. And he'll be something. He'll 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 not be somebody's type. So then that guy will leave. So everyone's just sort of like trying to. It's like an improv game. You tag in. Yeah, you it's know. very. It's I got something for this. Freeze. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then there's always just this one super creepy guy. Oh, there we go. Oh man. Perfect. Uh, okay. I mean, 
That's it. All right, here we go. I'm, uh, yeah, so. Really? 144 guys go to one room and jerk off. What's the the (laughs) intro joke? 185. 185. I get it. (laughs) 185 guys go into a jerk off room. The the 185th guy says, uh, what's that first guy doing? Uh, Take one down and pass it around. 184 guys jerking off in a room. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So here was the That's grossest part of, of my orgy experience today. Okay. Uh, so I was blowing this guy, and he looked, this is great, he looked like if Ryan Gosling was a little chunkier. Okay. Uh, very exciting. And so I'm blowing him, and he's... So like up. Ryan, triple fat goose... Remember that was yeah. a jacket? Oh, okay. that, yes. Thank I get you. it. <laughs> I just walked Ken. I get it. Uh, Come back later. But yeah, not like super chub, but like chunky. <laughs> so I'm blowing him. And, uh, and then I hear the door open, and then I have, then there's a smell. And I'm like, Uh-oh. is it, someone is brought the teriyaki burger king? The teriyaki, burgers. someone brought in the teriyaki meatloaf. Yeah. No, so I'm blowing them, and, no, uh, and then the smell hits me, and then it's this like creepy guy with like lank long hair that doesn't, that's not showered in days, mm-hmm. and just sitting there staring at us and jerking off. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I, cause I thought Ryan Gosling, uh, like mm. farted or something, and I was gonna be like, "Am I into him enough to put to up blow with that?" The fart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, I, ugh, it was so gross. It smelled so bad, and I had to leave. Poor Ryan. Wow. Yeah. Can't you, as the people who are already engaged, be like, "Hey, a minute, go." No, it's That's, it's bad form. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of how many goes to an orgy unshowered. A lot. Okay, so there's a movement in in the gay community Uh-oh. right now. Uh, you know, back to nature. So a lot of people aren't showering or putting any deodorant on or whatever, and because mm. they want to smell like real men, but they just smell like garbage. Come on. Mm. I mean, there's a there's there's something to be said for a little bit of man musk, uh, but if a little you, pheromones. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You know, maybe you just worked out and you worked up a sweat. That's fine. But if oh, you're, I know, if you're just rank and you're just like that all the time it's so oh. i mean when i when i come home from work i'm a little stinky but yeah. that doesn't only mean i need to shower before i have sex no but if i'm like if you've been like worked all out, week and yeah. i didn't shower and yeah, it's like, yeah and you're just sitting there and you're like and it's a bad just, first impression if you don't know who's it's gonna gross. be there yeah yeah i'm not gonna go down on anybody like that i'm sorry yeah. if sorry if y'all are back to nature folks no, no, I'm a turn my back to nature, folks. <laughs> I I only I'm an indoor cat. I only watch orgies <laughs> on digital. <laughs> I'm an indoor cat. I've yeah. been married for like 15 years, so I'm a no sex ever oh, kind of folk. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you shower or not. No, it makes no difference. Like, like treat yourself no a little bit though. Like, is that 100 like... percent true though? I mean, I've had sex and I'm married. You, with my you're not 15 partner. years married. Okay, when no. when is the drop off? Well, it, it comes Dro- and goes, right? I get it. Yeah. Intimacy. Jesus, I gotta stop saying it. Joke made. <laughs> All right. Sometimes, you know, there's, there's intimacy. We have kids that could be an intimacy issue. Like, it's yeah. just all, yeah. all of the kids. Right? I mean, kid, yeah, you don't want to have sex with yeah. the kids. Oh, come on. <laughs> Steve. Sorry. Not that, no, no, not my, that, oh, come on, wasn't, yes, you do. It was like, let's not bring it up. Sorry. Like, let's I not know. Bring I, 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 I want to clarify my, oh, come on. Oh, come on, Steve. Don't tell me how to parent. Just because you're a 15 year vet. I didn't know the kid had a nightmare. I just woke up in the middle of the night. want to put a move on the white. Right. Okay. No, it's getting deeper and I don't care for it. That's what Yeah, that's what. It's all my fault. I take I'm all glad the that you kept saying it. I left it alone. Yeah. 
All right. We, <laughs> All right. Next okay. Topic. So how long you said you spent a little bit of time at the orgy? And when do you know? First of all, and how many does it take? Does someone co- sort of – wait, no. I have so many questions that I want to get out all at once. All right. mm. Is there someone that kind of uh, takes you under their wing and teaches you etiquette for things or I mean, you just like – Great I mean, question. There's you not just, like no elbows on the table while sucking a stranger's You just sort of get it, yeah. right? Like you, you're going into to, – it's, it's, it's some guy's house, couple's house, and, uh, <laughs> and you go into two different rooms and um, and – and I don't know, you just sort of like pick up on clues. Mm. Like if you approach someone. Are they living room and bedroom? No, they're like, they're a like, study like a study in the observatory. Yeah, a den in a library. Okay. <laughs> and then there's like seats. You're fucking on a clue board. <laughs> <laughs> seats and beds and stuff. It was uh, Colonel Mustard with uh, laying the pipe in the study. But you're Colonel uh, Mustard. And so like, and this is the most tragic thing. If you're like, Going after somebody and uh, and they're like really hot, exactly your type, and then you start to go down on them, and they're like, like that. Oh, like, he, he oh, just did that. The they play. tell you to stop. Wow. And so, no, it, like it's all it's it's so sad. It's like George Carlin wow. said, they'll never hear a guy say, "Stop sucking my dick," or I'll call the police. Right? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know how you can stop it. <laughs> but he's uh, so like so that happens, and so then my thought is, oh, okay, he just wants to jerk off. I guess. And then some who just okay. And then some skinny well, twink comes in and he's know. like, oh, I'm going to do this. And he's like, yeah. This will be the oh. most male thing I've ever said. But if someone's blowing me, it's like a sneeze. I can't stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't right. like getting blown. You can't stop well, the sneeze. That's weird. That's not weird. That's all you. It's no kink not. shame. No kink shaming. No kink shaming. Yeah. I'm an I'm a anal top oral bottom. I've said this before. Yeah. You, you have. Yes. Several emails. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, are you understanding this? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> now, when you when you say an oral bottom, does that mean you prefer to be Analingus, to right? be laying down and 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 that's no. In this case, in you the, just mean in the gay like the giver. Yeah, right. I, I'm like the the sort of the submissive when it comes. Gotcha. To, so I like mm. to give head. I like to oh a lot of rimming. I haven't had analingus until I was 32, and now I'm like, fucking hell yeah. I don't like having it done, but I love doing it. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm a fan of (laughs) doing it and having it done. Oh, yeah? I mean, I was was always doing it. I'm already down there. Right. Yeah. Licking one hole. Well, okay. So I don't under, I don't know how it works in the <laughs> You're already in market basket, might as well stop by CBS. That's right. Okay. That's perfect. It's some CBS items they don't have. have. It's CBS, CBS the asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. That'd be yeah. Walgreens. <laughs> Come on. Those fucking receipts. It'd be Rite Aid. <laughs> so many receipts. So yeah. many receipts. But you got 20% off your next rim job. I don't, I don't want a receipt. I, for my rim job. <laughs> I don't want proof. Uh, hey, uh, before, 69 cents. Before, before you eat my ass, uh, could just type in your phone number. Yeah, and, uh, you know. yeah. Actually, like, uh, I actually have points. Nobody ever carries the CBS card around with them. Next anyway. one's two dollars off. I have points. <laughs> so are are women not generally as into getting? Actually, I should ask a woman. <laughs> you know, that'd be great because we don't just need the male gaze. Oh, I'm the only oh, one. Male gaze. There was a pun and joke made. made. All right, made. jump in on in here. Okay, I got it. All right, Kendra Dossie. Now you get to ask from the fl- uh, yes, frying pan to the fire. I'm a woman. What do you What do you need a woman to do for you today? Well, we, we were on the. Uh, <laughs> that was that had layers to it, Matt. No one rang the bell, but well, Kevin abandoned his microphone to give it to you, yeah. which is either gentlemanly 
or throwing me out of the bus. Yeah. Under, under <laughs> out of the bus and under another bus. Hey, it's Kevin again. Hi. Uh, so my question was, uh, do women like generally in, initially react badly to getting rim jobs or, or is it accepted that women also like it? I mean, women like them, but I think if anyone randomly licked your asshole, you'd just be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we weren't Yeah, like, you random. need a heads yeah. up. Nobody in this room is just going to be like, gotcha! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left it open. <laughs> yeah, I think it just depends on the person. Just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, some people are impulsive, and some people are... Uh, Repulsive. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, boom. Yes. So, Nailed like, it. the long-haired guy that Kevin was talking about earlier. Mm. But so when I the first time that it was done to me, I I was told about it at what like, in advance, almost in a threatening way. Uh, oh, she's like, "I've apologized, Matt." No, I'm I'm so it. curious who this was, but I, I don't want to put any. Uh, it was someone who was a, a like a fan, a, a, a girl who was a fan of comedy who like oh. I I had seen around for. For for a while, I need and, more fans, and, and then just hit it off one night. But <laughs> but we were basically like making out, and then she she like stopped me, and she's like, "I'm gonna eat your ass when we get home." And, and, and I was like, "All right, okay." <laughs> like I didn't know how to react. Yeah, you are. Or you know, like, had okay. you ever had sex with her before? Or was no. This, so that's her opening gambit. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Weird. And uh, <laughs> weird. Did it feel good? <laughs> was it nice? Yeah, no, no, it, it, it was very nice. But she was, I mean, she was kind of pushy about, about other things. She also had me uh, finger her asshole while driving to her apartment, which Ooh, was... Who was driving? I was driving. That's oh, not no, 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 yeah, yeah. Not no. I know, and, and then no. it, it also, I mean, I stopped, and then I, yeah, yeah. Then I was like very conscious of driving with the wheel, and you know, I'm like, yeah, because like, you don't want to. I'm like giving everyone dirty. the finger inadvertently because <laughs> I, I didn't want to wrap. Yeah. Wow, I need to. Uh, I just had a joke called in from the helpline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, was this Lee? Leanne was backstage reciprocating. Give, she came uh, it was, uh, it was our friend. engineer, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Uh, was it a push start? <laughs> oh. oh, boom! Joke what does that bell mean? Just like a joke? I, I, just, I think Dennis brought it here. It was a weird riff, and then Dennis actually gave us a bell. And like yes. cats, we can't stop fucking yeah. with it. And I regret the decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we could take. We'll take that away before uh, Kevin M. Quigley comes back. <laughs> I keep throwing him He'll under never the bus. Know. Yeah. No, but uh, so you. Oh, that so is, yeah, that's what she said. Wow, to you me. were driving, and and uh, and and <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. It's weird because I've had uh, other girls be very like vocal and proactive. Like I'm gonna make you do this. I'm gonna do this. Did you get a and, hand cramp? Like how was she sitting? That yeah, you honestly, could, yeah. I mean, like, like, bad mechanics. Yeah, like yeah. it. You have to like get underneath. An right. ass cheek, and then. Well, yeah. I fingered yeah. a woman not in the ass while I was driving, but I could go. Well, that was oh, all right. Yeah. And I, I mean, could, I, I could was grab easy, the I'm right-handed. I could grab. The, I'm left-handed, so it worked for me. Ah, okay. Because I could drive with my left hand. And, I yeah. feel like driving instructors would not appreciate no. this behavior. No. They would pump my driving instructor loved being fingered. He was <laughs> he was great about that's it. That's what I, he called parallel parking. Past me. I that's what you do to get out of parallel parking. Just no, go but, feeding yeah, but, the meter. <laughs> I don't know. But, I get it. But, yeah. <laughs> Joke so me. It, it, 
ring ring the bell. We're trying Sorry. to wean off our new podcast. Bell. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I uh, I thought it was great, but things didn't work out. Oh. And, then, oh, and then she moved to Michigan. For the oh, or... speaking of which, I'll be back. All right. Wait. Do you want a, a dumb joke to give away? I wrote some purposely dumb jokes, but I think I, I only have two that I give away lately. In there, uh, one of them is, uh, "Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom?" Uh, because because the P is silent. <laughs> and the other one is, um, "What are Super Mario's? Uh, what's his jumpsuit made out of?" Hmm. Denim, 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 oh, denim. Man. Those are the only two. Uh, I like it. Tell, this yep. is tell me this is. I mean, this is. I think this is offensive, but. Um, We'll say it. I'll just say, uh, Dead Air Dennis just handed me this joke. Um, what's, what's Godzilla's favorite type of, uh, sea creature? What? Crustaceans? <laughs> Damn. Oh. Oh. Too bad. I, but it's like, no, it's I'm, not racist. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's just a pun. A pun. Yeah. yeah. Well, he asked me eight minutes ago. So <laughs> minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, come back either way, Dan. All right. Is getting set. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I. I want to know who's up now because I don't want to miss my. This I'm is ge- an interesting. I'm guessing Chris podcast. Penny's probably up now. I should probably go. He was up fifth. Okay. Yeah. Um, Will you come back, Kendra? If you yeah. like. Yeah, okay. I'll come back. Cool. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Awesome. Bye. 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 Thank you for helping us with analingus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, Mister. Doug Fitzgerald, how are you? Are you going by Kevin Doug Fitzgerald, or is he just writing that? He's just writing of, Kevin Doug Fitzgerald. Because of Facebook because I like aliases. to fucking confuse people. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. three Kevins on the show tonight and two Kevin Quigleys. I know. That's crazy. It's some Twilight Zone shit. Yeah. 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 So if we can get rid of one Ke- Did he say Kevin when he introduced you? No, I, th- I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He oh, did, he did. He said oh, he Kevin, because I watched it. He said Kevin Doug Fitzgerald. I was just concentrating on being naked, as in mm-hmm. uh, going, oh, shit, now I have to be? God damn it, god damn it. I yeah, you're the naked yeah. bullet. You're the I, first yeah. naked variety bullet. that people oh, saw. Oh, they are hot. They are oh, oh, yeah, they're such real a into good it. crowd yeah. tonight. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I'm trying to think of what story to tell tonight. I don't know. See, I, like I was telling everybody earlier, I, I, I was in Hawaii for like a fairly pretty short period of time, but it involved a lot of travel getting back, and um, I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I was kind of hoping that the show would be jam-packed tonight so I could just bow <laughs> off a bit. Out. Yeah. But uh, now you tell me the crowd's hot, and so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll... Do try something what new. I do. I don't the, know. The crowds are gonna laugh out of concern. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Like, are you okay? Do you need a doctor? Because I'm one. <laughs> there could be doctors. There could We're be. Like, you want to get that looked at? Yeah. <laughs> but he's like a doctor of archaeology, or she is a doctor of Scientology. Is that a thing? No, that belongs in a museum. <laughs> so do you. Yeah. Oh, now we're just quoting Indiana Jones. <laughs> Oh, and they filmed some of uh, Indiana Jones in Kauai, where I was. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. What, the Raiders? I Temple? didn't. I So I got this information from someone who took a tour, and I asked him, and he's like, I don't know. I don't give a shit. And I was like, okay. Oh, no. He's nice. like, they also filmed some of Outbreak here. And I was like, oh, that's kind of topical again. Yeah. <laughs> but, mm. uh, yeah. Is Ebola worse than Corona? Does anyone know? It is. Have you tasted yeah. Corona? Oh, I know. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, corona... Is the new one. If you hopefully by the time this is being recorded, everything is fine. 
probably won't be. But the thing is, the thing, like, it just, and, and, and not to talk about, you know, human misery, but in, in terms of just numbers, it's, it hasn't really, like, devastated that many people. It's been sort of contained. There's been more people who died of the regular flu this year. Oh, yeah. Than it reminds me of the Naked Comedy Show. Ebola was pretty bad. I mean, I remember Ebola reading the effects bad. of it and, yeah. and, and everything. And it's hot it, zone. Yeah, it yeah. just fucks you up a little bit. But um, so, Kevin, what the the bullet? That's a good spot. Andy, yeah. it, he puts them in a in a trance and then uh, sets them up for you. Yeah, I'm just still amazed that like he can do that upside down yeah. thing, yeah. like. I hurt my back tying yeah. my shoes. That's why I'm wearing loafers right now. But he could do that, and he's older than me. I'm, I need to. I need to get my steps in or something. Got to do some yoga and stretching and stuff like that. Well, that's what he does, right? He does a whole bunch I think of yoga. Andy, yeah, he's, he's got like a whole climbing setup in his yeah. house. Yeah, he's a runner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm can... very, very envious of that. I used to climb when I was younger. I tried to um, climb last year, and I dislocated my thumb. That's what I'm afraid is going to happen if I go really? back to it. Like I'll get, yeah. I'll get oh, an yeah. inch up. I'm like, oh, just leave me to die. I uh, <laughs> I saw Free Solo. Uh, I was just going to on ask the way back from that. Hawaii, weirdly enough, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm in. Free Solo, if you don't know, is is uh, it's available in the Disney Plus app in mm-hmm. the National Geographic section. Yeah, it's about the I should say his name. I don't know off the top of my head, but the the first person to climb El Capitan, which is this giant. Uh, mountain, and he did it with no ropes, nothing, just just wow. just oh, hands yes. and a fanny so pack full of full chalk. of uh, chalk. So, Alex Honnold, yeah, Alex Honnold, wow. and it and it's a stressful movie. It's so stressful, and, and even if you know that he survives, which he may or may not, no spoilers. Uh, it's still <laughs> like watching it, 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 especially for me. Like I, I'm. I say I'm afraid. I'm no longer afraid of heights, but I used to hate heights as a kid. And I've gone skydiving, and I've been in tops of buildings and stuff. And I still don't feel great about it. But but even rock climb. If I had a if I rock climbed with a jetpack, it would still stress me out. Never mind nothing. And this whole movie teaches you about just how uh, hard this mountain is to do alone. I remember I did. Um, I think it was few. I was probably about like. 22, and me and my friends went to an indoor rock place in New Hampshire, like a rock barn mm-hmm. uh, in Bristol. And I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. Never did it before. I only did like free weight, uh, free, like um, when I was 12, I would just climb random cliffs in, mm-hmm. in, in Savin Hill, where I'm from. And I was like, all right, cool, uh, belay on, because they did the belay thing. And next thing you know, What's I'm a like. a belay? Like a harness? A belay is uh, there's somebody who's like the counterweight. As you're oh, okay, as sure. you're climbing, so you have the harness, and they're they're essentially giving you the slack or pulling it tighter as you go, so that when you fall, you just kind of swing, gotcha, um, and gotcha. not fall to your death. Yeah. Um, so they gotta constantly pay attention. So I'm just sitting there. I'm just going hand over hand, hand over hand, hand over hand, and then I'm like, hand over hand, hand over hand. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm on the ceiling. I'm like grabbing so grips like on the right ceiling, the and I don't realize it. I don't realize that I'm that high up until my friends go. What the fuck, Doug? <laughs> and I look down, and that's when I freak out because I'm fifty feet in the air, and I'm like, "Oh god!" And I'm like, you "It's fell? more terrifying." Yeah, I fell, but it was more terrifying because it's like, "Ah!" 
slow. It's like so you're falling like inch by inch because by of inch. the counterweight. Because the counterweight, but it's 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 still more terrifying because it's just like oh, let's hope this person doesn't get tired letting me down. Especially that first moment when you when you fall back because it's it's like a free fall for a split like second. A split second, yeah, yeah, and that's how I dislocated my thumb. Not climbing, but. Well, gripping huh? like that. Oh, no. and, so you gripped your thumb inside of your fingers yeah. like out of nervousness. Yeah, it was bad. It was oh, bad. Yeah. Man. It still clicks. Yeah. yeah. It's the one thing I can't like for me when I watch like horror movies and stuff like that, decapitations gust and blood perfectly fine. But there's a one scene in Friday uh what is it, Jason goes to hell where this dude's like he breaks his fingers oh. between like that cringes, I can't watch it. It oh, just yeah. roasts me out more than anything else. And I know it's just Camera tricks and breaking celery for Foley, yeah. but it still freaks me. The fuck out. It's so gross. It's so gross. Yeah, so it was like unsettling. So I never went back. Yeah. I, I went like three or four times, got some Instagram pictures, uh-huh. and uh, and I thought I was gonna start doing it, but the people that were like teaching the class, they were telling me to do like these stretching exercises. That I've I've been to like chiropractors and stuff, and they're like, don't ever do these exercises. Wow. And they're like, oh yeah, do this before, uh, you know, do do this like. You know, shocking stretch before you go up there. I'm like, don't do that. You'll hurt yourself. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So, no more rock climbing. Conversation, Dan? huh? Have you ever been climbing? I climbed when I was a kid, but just like by myself, like, just like weird, at purgatory yeah. chasm or like with my friends. But yeah, yeah. Did you ever go to rock quarries and jump off? Yeah, into yeah. water. Yeah, yeah, I love doing that. So, yeah. They slicked that up with oil before I got a chance to jump in. Well, like Dan will be climbing the comedy charts on iTunes after he records his album on March 24th. That's right, March 24th. Tuesday. Nice, That's right. 2020, baby. Where are you doing that? Here right. naked. Here naked? Tuesday at 7. Yeah, I got I got Andy to give me a special uh, go-ahead. He's hosting. Matt Kona opening up. John Baglio. John pulled the star move today. He texted me. He's like, how are sales, buddy? Oh, <laughs> and I, I was like, I don't know. I thought you meant that he was going to say, I got a show earlier, so can I go after yeah. you? <laughs> I, still, I think it's a star move to be like, yeah. <laughs> to be like, how are sales? I'm still thinking of coming. <laughs> I don't know how sales are, though. Yeah. It, 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 it's at 8 o'clock that night? It's, doors at 7. Doors. And then we'll, um, I'm not adding a second show, so I'm going to do some fun stuff to that show. Nice. So if you come, it's going to be a wild ride. I'll be there. It's right before I leave for Amsterdam, actually. Ooh. Wow. Fancy. Fancy, fancy. Have fancy. you been to Amsterdam Wait, before? There isn't a Disney no. World in Amsterdam, is there? Well, funny that you asked that. Uh, Tivoli Gardens is there, and that's where Walt Disney got the idea to build Disneyland. Ooh. Yeah. What is wow. Tivoli Gardens? Is it just it's like a... one of the earliest theme parks ever created? Oh. You just uh, take proto, mushrooms. Proto and... Disney World. So, yeah, basically. And there's like rides and there's, there's like shows and stuff and it's big and there's like really cool hanging gardens and stuff there. I, I don't know if it's the same place, but I have a friend of mine when she was eight years old. When she was eight years old, she went to go, uh, to this village in Germany and it was the village where they filmed The Neverending Story. Oh, nice. And she got a picture of her and her brother riding Falcor. Oh, and I'm so like, cool. And I was like, Wait, he still lives there? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> she been dragging well, forever, dragon. thank you. And he's very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my favorite thing was my friend approached me and goes, Hey, want to see a picture of me when I was eight? <laughs> I was like, context, please. Context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it was the same thing. It was yeah. It was like her him. and her brother riding Falco going like this, and I'm like, 
I'm really, really jealous because it's one of my favorite movies and books of all time. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so here's the weird thing though. I'm going to Amsterdam and I don't smoke pot. I don't do pot at all. Mm-hmm. I do pot. Do pot. Uh, <laughs> I do pot. I do, yeah, I'm not a pot guy. So I'm interested. So you, you only edibles. <laughs> You've never shot up pot cocaine? I've, ne- <laughs> I've never snorted. I have, I have a I've never snorted marijuana. But would you, just to be a local, Probably you like not. to try this? No, no. But if you've never smoked pot, you won't get high the first time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not, it's I'm not sorry. true. I, <laughs> wait a minute, Kona. <laughs> you trying to set me into a dark tunnel? So the first time I went to Amsterdam, I was on, I was a roadie on tour with, uh, friends in a, 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 a band and all of them, None of them drank. None of them smoked weed. But they like forced me to go to this hash bar oh. with them because they just wanted to see me legally smoking weed. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was cool, but weird when you just have people looking at you. It's like being the creepy guy at the orgy. It really is it. like that. Everyone... Like, can you, either of you just start jerking off or something? Just jerk no. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, friends, I gotta go. You Here's, did. uh, oh. replacing Kevin Quigley. Kevin Quigley. Kevin Quigley. I had a jo- a, yeah. Earlier, I when you guys were talking about rock climbing, these, these both, both of these puns are late, but I need to do it because I didn't want to do it during a sensitive time when you were talking about fears. But, uh, when you said, Doug, that you were falling and you said, I hope the guy doesn't get tired, I was going to say, I hope the guy letting you down didn't let you down. Oh. And then you said you can't watch horror movies where people's fingers break. And I was going to say that's when it really gets out of hand. Ah. Oh, yeah. All right. You're out. Kevin Quigley. <laughs> check him out. All right. All right. All right. Come on, Leanne. Come on. Tell us how it, it went. Yay. Welcome back, Leanne. Hi. Thank you. I feel like I can only get by on this whole newbie thing for so long because that's like my whole set. It's just how I got into the show. Which is, I followed a cute boy here. <laughs> Stop it. How'd you know I was coming? <laughs> I did see you, though. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Have you been coming for many years? Uh, nine nine years I've been doing the show. And six, five or six I've been headlining. Yeah. Nice. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. You it host start, sometimes. It starts to sound like yeah, you were most of the times. Yeah, yeah you've, yeah. you've hosted once or twice, right? I've only hosted a couple times. I have actually ran the show once. Mm. Where Andy was gone and you were gone and I like booked it and ran it and nice. that was exciting. All right, so I don't want to do it, that again. How was it during yeah. the full so five talk, minutes? You talked yeah. about your and experience. I will cede my seat to Kendra if you want to come on and, and take oh. over you for me. You talked about your experience on stage. I talked about my experience, like my first exposure to naked comedy. Mm. Um, yeah, I did it for a cute boy. Yeah, I've done yeah, just cute boys and cute dogs, man. I'll do anything. I once took the T like three stops inbound when I was going outbound because I followed a golden retriever on. Uh, what if you had so a cute. cute boy with a cute dog? Oh yeah, forget dog. it. She can't yeah. get married. Instagram yeah. that like hot dudes with dogs. Yeah, that's that's my life. That's my whole life. You, you've you've got you've got a calendar, don't you? Just, just <laughs> I wish. Cute dogs. I yeah. wish. I'm the same way with people that I am with dogs. I like men and women. So <laughs> any profile with a cute anything. Yeah. And I'm like I'm just get down shallow. With that. Yeah. I would just have to fall in love first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hi, sorry. Hi, welcome. Hi. So it went well? Yeah, it, it went well. I, did you have did you have jokes? Did you write a set before or did you have like a story oh, in mind? I don't know how to do that. I gotta come and take okay. some classes here. What's your comedy experience? None. None. Like other I don't than know if getting you guys talked about this before. Other than getting on stage 
like two months ago. Okay. Really, very little. <laughs> Do you think you'll go to open mics now? Do you think you'll? I don't know that I have enough material to just go to open mics, but well, you don't need any no, material. That's what for. That's you what know, do you know how many people go on go to open mics and then they just I, I don't they just yell. My quickest, my quickest, yeah, my quickest tip for an open mic is uh, write down five thoughts, yep. okay, um, and then uh, do give each one like a minute. Hmm. That's so, uh, and then see how long you actually did. So, did doing naked comedy give you the courage to do open mics with clothes on? That was my question, yes. basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I told the guy that I got this beer from, and he was like, wow, that's like baptism by fire. And I was like, that's a pretty yeah. solid Wait. metaphor for what that is. So how did you feel? I felt good. It's very liberating to be up there. I think that's yeah. why I came back for a second time, because there really aren't too many spaces where you feel really safe doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, really like accepted, right? People are receptive. They're extra kind and forgiving yeah. because they're like, oh, she's naked. Even if she's not funny, she's Thunderous naked. Thunderous laugh. That'll be a thing. I think, and I don't know if other people, other comics who do this every night can speak to this experience, but if you go to an open mic clothed, it's going to feel the opposite of that. Ooh, <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, it's scarier? Well, it's like, uh, you're vulnerable, but no one cares. Who? Oh. Did you wear your shoes shoes on or off? What are we doing with off. the feet? I thought you'd be... Are we in afraid of a... Shoes on. Shoes on. Coronavirus? Always. What are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> when I record my album on March 24th <laughs> at 7 p.m. here at Improv Boston, tickets available online, I will be wearing a new pair of sneakers. <laughs> new I pair am. of sneakers? What but, brand? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Air Probably Jordan's? Adidas. Will I like, you be I like naked, Adidas. Though? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. It's a naked show. Oh, uh, yeah, but you're going to, I mean, you're going to be standing for an hour. You don't Yeah, I got a hotel room. Yeah. A new pair of sneakers is going to be Where probably are you Adidas. I'm not sure yet. Anyway, I mean, you're, Sam, you're, is it? Welcome okay, back two, to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's look. We have to, uh, <laughs> get to this. Was How was it? Dude, it was not scary at all. I don't know. It was like super chill. I think the tone was like set very well before I got up there and like mm-hmm. I just went out. I've gotten more laughs than I ever have at any <laughs> other like real comedy thing. Are you a, are you are you a stand up? Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, uh, what's your experience? Like, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, not too long. I started in August, so a couple months ago. Oh, right on. You your comedy birthday is during my birthday month. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So um. Yeah, so you've done it clothed up till now? Yeah. Have you done the show before? Have you done the guest spot? Anything? No, I haven't done anything on this. I I was actually, like, I did the first, the only time I ever went on this stage specifically was the first 100 jokes, and that was, like, traumatic for me. I don't know why. It was just, like, so quick. (laughs) That's a crazy environment. Yeah, yeah, and then this was so much easier. (laughs) Yeah, good. So you did, so you had jokes. You had material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it went over well, you feel? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Would you do it again? Yeah, definitely. And then you're going to keep doing comedy in general? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Nice. That's always a good thing. This is one of the best environments for it, I felt. Uh-huh. Um, that's why I keep coming back after nine years. Um, it's awesome. Oh, my God. So how did yeah. you get into it? Into the Naked Show? Mm-hmm. Um, I had been doing comedy for two years, and I was at a comedy cookout <laughs> in Rhode Island, uh, mm-hmm. where I'm from. There's an improv theater that I would do. Cl- I would take. Uh, they had like free classes on Sundays, workshops. So I was doing character work. I started improv when I was 14, but I started comedy when I was 28. So I was at this place, and we were all having a cookout, and these people were talking about how they did it. And these two guys, uh, one of them doesn't do the Naked Show. Uh, his name is Ahmed Barusha. He's now in L.A. He's a good friend of mine, or, or was a good friend of mine. I haven't talked to him in a while. And Tim Vargulish, also a friend of mine at the time, uh, they were talking about the show. Tim did it all the time, and they took me to like my first open mic, and they got me started in comedy. So I just said to Tim, like, hey, can I go with you? 
And Nikki Shorts like, yeah, I probably put you up too. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> and as soon as I did it, Andy liked me. I liked Andy. I liked the whole thing. So he kept saying, I'll come back whenever. He was throwing me five minute spots. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's such a nice introduction to naked comedy. That's very sweet. Yeah, like burgers and good friends, and then to come up here and I'm naked. And it's yeah. like, well, all natural. Of it. Yeah, it was overwhelming, but <laughs> it was like really cool. Once I did it, I was like, I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I decided to do the album Naked. Because uh, I don't have an album yet, so I was like, I gotta do it at the Naked Show because it's my best. It's like when I'm uh, at my best point cool. and the most supportive. That's awesome. I have to go headline the show. Thank oh, you guys. All right. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Woo. All right. Now let's just take over. All right. Three women. So let's talk about how to. Actually, I do want to point out this is the first and probably only time the Naked Podcast Show. And the Naked Comedy Show have had three women on the show. Yeah, this is probably the first time. Whoa, yeah. we made history. It's literally historic. <laughs> All right, so what should we what should we do? What what should we talk about right now? What's something really, really like woman centric we could talk about? Okay, I was telling Leanne before I got here. I literally got my period yesterday, and I was like, "This is a fucking nightmare. Like, what am I gonna do? I had to go out and buy a diva cup, man." Oh, re- I. <laughs> No, you could just like snip the uh, bottom of yeah, your tampon string. Yeah, I looked up what do strippers do, and then it said cut the tampon string. Yeah, but or I, you just like kind of shove it in there. Yeah, but I didn't want to get toxic shock or anything like I, that. You're gonna get that shoving cotton up your visual. <laughs> no offense. I mean, I understand your your concern, and like, there's already a lot of cotton in there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. This I, is what um, happens when three women. Are I didn't on think this that show. was gonna happen to me. I thought <laughs> I'd be fine. Like it was bad timing. There's a comic who uh, was in New York, is now in LA. Her name is Rebecca Rush, and she did a roast naked uh, with her tampon string just hanging out, <laughs> uh, and she won the roast. She wow. she did great, and I think like I one of the judges was like, "You just are." Your tampon string's just out, so like whatever you say is gonna be great. <laughs> you win. <laughs> yeah. So I said a thing on stage, and that one of my intentions last year when I did this was just to get up there and like not even be funny, but just not say anything self-deprecating about my body, because mm-hmm. that felt like just like not a thing that especially women should do. I get mm-hmm. guys go up there and like make dicks, make jokes about their dicks, and I'm like, do I laugh? Like, is that nice? But they want me to laugh. But does that mean? Um, but as women, how do you feel about like putting your bodies out there? Because I always think, I don't know, it's a little scary. There's all this societal stuff that gets yeah. put on you, and you're like aware of it. But also, I think the fact that you're here shows that you kind of want to subvert that. So. Yeah, um, yeah, guys, uh, their bodies could be like they could be self-deprecating about their bodies, but it's not in a way where like you think, Oh, like your body's inherently lesser all the time. I don't know how to describe it, but like, I remember watching comedy movies when I was younger and there'd be like a scene with male nudity and it would be considered like funny instead of sexual. And Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I wish my body could just be like kind of funny instead of like creepy men trying to hit on me all the time as a 16 year old. Um, I know that's not like necessarily better, but I do. I think like thinking male nudity is funny is different from thinking female nudity is funny because female nudity being funny is usually very like, oh, this woman is not hot or is ugly. Therefore, mm. um, I don't know what this has to do with naked. Con- I don't, <laughs> but that's, that's something I noticed. And I was like, oh, let me just, uh, I mean, I, my body should be able to be neutral. Like it's, uh, and I think this does do a pretty good job. Like I never feel like someone in the audience is like getting a boner over <laughs> my bare breast. So, right. Um, I usually just do my set and don't really make that many comments about my, I'll be like, Oh, like, 
pubic hair. I have pubic mm-hmm. hair. Same. <laughs> yeah, people have pubic hair. Not... We're mammals. We have hair. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, we have hair. So. Yeah, I think I agree with everything you said. One concern of mine, I don't know why, but, like, because, like, men only really have to worry about their dick when they're out there. But, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, we have, like. Their bodies are not scrutinized as much. Yeah, and I feel like boobs, like, everybody's like, hell yeah, boobs, boobs, boobs. But then, like, your pussy is, like, a fucking, like, I don't know how that <laughs> looks to people. Like, that's what I was concerned about. I'm like, do I shave? Do I not shave? Do I shave a little? If I shave too much, they're going to see a lot of it. If I if I leave a bush, they're going to think something's wrong down there. Like, I had no idea. Why would idea. they think something's wrong? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was, like, overthinking it so much. And I just, like, I didn't know what I wanted. Because, like, yeah. I don't know. And I was actually talking about this with, like, my friends. Like, like if I send news to someone, I will send, like, boobs, and I'm not going to send, like, a pussy pic. And, like, I don't know. Like, some people are into it. I don't understand. But I feel like the vagina is, like, n- like it. it's, like, not sexy, kind yeah. of. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's also interesting in the gay male comu- community. I only know this because one of my friends tweets got val- went viral because someone was like really nice among grinder was like you're the first like gay men i met in high school so like you're my idol and then like sent him a picture of his asshole straight up oh. <laughs> a pic like spread open spread like cheeks <laughs> apart picture of the asshole and like i uh i guess i'm not the type of person where i was like be turned on by a whole pic thatcher as a as a man what are your what are your thoughts on women <laughs> they're great yeah I, I, w- I would say that's that's a that's a good question i think they're awesome uh, i think you made a lot of good points as well about um like how female nudity is seen compared to male nudity because male nudity like you said is often like the like the butt of the joke like it's seen as funny whereas i don't think often that you're presented with the same options and i, I think blame monty yeah. python for that primarily definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely monty python benny hill all those guys they did things like that with male nudity yeah yeah to be honest, I'm not sure if this is a blessing, uh, but like I'm never at all concerned if anyone is getting turned on by my body. So, like, have you guys, yeah. you guys seen the Maria Bamford show? Yeah, there's a scene I, where she's like dancing she's around, quirky a naked. Bit. Yeah, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I was hilarious. I really like that because she's, and it's funny because it's also like she's trying to run away from the censor screens. Yes. And the, so she's like running to the left, and like you see some of her boobs in the room. I'm, I'm so yeah. disappointed that show got canceled. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. But that was like a scene where it was just like, oh, it's funny that she's naked. Like it's not funny that she's naked because her body's ugly. Or exactly. Gross or when she's you, like, this is so yeah. silly. She's naked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi. Um, oh, Leanne, Leanne's leaving. Thank you, Leanne, for being part of the three women on the podcast. Yeah, bye. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I would, um, yeah, I would like more of that. Uh, it's also like, yeah, being naked doesn't have to be sexual. It could be really chill. No. Uh, it's a, I keep telling my roommates that when I walk around the house naked, they still object. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But yeah, Thatcher, how was your experience? I, I love this show. I I, cool. I don't know. I, you guys already touched on this as well, but like, there's something oddly liberating about being naked on stage, and it's something that's very difficult to replicate. That's why I love doing this show so much. Yeah. It's it feels free, and it, uh, this show especially has like an environment where I don't ever feel like it's creepy, mm-hmm. yeah. which I feel like isn't what I thought the first time I I said I would do it. I always thought that it'd be it'd be weird, or it'd mm-hmm. be like uh, the cloud the crowd might be like you know a bunch of middle aged men with cigars or something like that. You know? <laughs> But no, it's it's a really cool show, and I've I've only ever ever gotten good vibes from it. I I, yeah. I love doing it. How long have you been doing comedy for? About two years now, cool. maybe two and a half. Nice, yeah. On awesome. and off, yeah. 
That's awesome. Did you get started in Boston? Like, with I actually got started. My first time doing stand up was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That is not here. It <laughs> sounds like a hopping scene. It's got, I think, eight comedians. Um, maybe it's probably got more than that. There's only one like actual comedy venue besides like bars. Uh, it was, it was cool. It was Blowing cool. up. It was Eight comics. Some people think it's a, it's a hot market to, to get into. Um, it yeah. was definitely so fun because I saw some of the comedians there and like, like 60% of the comedians there, not to like, you know, talk trash, but like they do all the stuff that like open micers do here, like their first time on stage, but they did it for like six months. So I definitely saw I mean, like a lack of growth I, amongst the, amongst the community. Open micers here do things for six months. Yeah, that's not, true. That's true. Let's yeah. not talk yeah. up Boston open micers. We've all been to open mics. Bo- we see what that's. Maybe yeah, it was Boston qu- open mic quantity, isn't something yeah. that's like up on a pedestal. It's a yeah. it's yeah. a it's an open mic. It's still a pit of misery, no matter how well anyone does. Mm-hmm. Let's be let's be up. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's a game of numbers. If they had twenty comedians, and you know. Four were good. We have two thousand, and four hundred are good. Maybe that's maybe. closer. It's a game of quantity. Do we have two thousand comedians? I think it's somewhere around. I know on the Boston Comedian Board, we're like fifteen hundred or something. Maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, I don't. I think know it's the numbers. Should be about two thousand. Mm. Okay, I can see that. I could check on my it's phone, but it's it's rude. Half so, of them are just Emerson students, so that's right. <laughs> Emerson oh. students majoring in comedy. Um, Sam, as someone, I guess you might be the person newest to comedy at the table. What What are your thoughts on the open mic scene here? You could be honest. It's fine. Be brutally yeah, honest. Yeah, of course. I have, like, really nothing to compare it to. Um, essentially, I just wanted to do comedy. Um, I When I moved here, I went to McGreevy's a lot because I live in the back bay, so mm-hmm. I would just watch it. And I, like, was, like, trying to find out, like, how to even... Like, the open mics are not accessible online. Like, you need to get into the Facebook group. So eventually, like, someone gave me a lead somewhere, and then I went to Midway, and then I went to a bunch of other mics. And I quickly, like, found the ones that, like, I just, like, didn't vibe with and, like, or, like, were, like, way too time-consuming. And then Mm -hmm. I found, like, other ones that, like, were, like, okay, like, two hours, and then I'm out. Like, and, like, you know, certain ones where you just want to go and hang out and, like, you make friends there and stuff. But I didn't realize how, like, culty it was because, like, people kept coming up to me. Like, they remembered my name. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, Oh, why? God, that happens wait, to wait. every goddamn day. Wait, there's somebody who remembers names in Boston comedy? Because it's not me. Yeah, hi. The person who remembers names in Boston comedy <laughs> is me. The guy who ran the largest promotional outlet for Boston comedy for four or almost five years. Thank you. You were doing God's work. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, no, open mic scene is is interesting. I'm I'm very forgetful with people's names, but there I guess there is kind of a cult and it's also it is a yeah, social I thing. I, I don't I don't find it to be culty. When I moved here, it was very uh insular and they did yeah. not welcome new people. Mm. Um and it was clicky. Yeah, very clicky. It's still clicky, but in, in you know, comedy in every town is clicky. Yeah. Yes. When I moved here, but they were avidly not only pushing away other comics, but pushing away audiences and stuff like that. Ooh, that yeah. was weird. Uh, grandma's basement was basically what that was. No, when exactly. did you move here? I, 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 I knew what you were talking about. Uh, what's today's date? Today is the 6th. Oh, yeah. I moved seven years and three days ago. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 2013. Hell yeah. About a year into me being here, I the the, uh, the open mic scene changed. And a lot of people started being more welcoming. Not because that I, I started doing that. I started welcoming people. If I saw somebody who was new that I had not seen before, uh, I would say, hey, what's up? Okay, the host is this. This is the process for signing up and stuff yep. like that. 
between that and I think we just had a new flow of people who were open and welcoming, the scene changed and became, hey, let's talk, uh, you know, hey, let's become friends. Let's talk to people. And I don't think it's weird for people if you see them over and over continuously to remember their name. Yeah. I mean, by nature, <laughs> humans are social beings. Listen, by nature. Part I of my brain be- is missing or something. I like, there are people. I will remember someone set before I remember their name. It's really yes. weird. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's fine. You yeah. know, I don't think there's any wrong. Right. My biggest problem over the four years of running BostonComedyShows.com was trying to remember who I've met in real life and who I only know as a Twitter avatar. Yeah. That was my biggest problem is I'd Fair. just run into people and go, oh, hey, so-and-so, it's good to see you again. How's things? By the way, this, and I'm like... Oh, wait, sorry. Hi, I'm Dennis. We've never met before. <laughs> I forgot that we have not become human, I, I friends for, in human life. I forgot I know you from the Twitter. Yeah. No, uh, and there's even people there who I don't recognize them unless I look at their Twitter profile or their handle or stuff like that at the time. Yeah, no, I think it's – no, it was actually a pleasant surprise because, like, being in Boston, it, you know, like, the Northeast is not, like, a super friendly part of the U.S. So I was like, oh, my God, these people are remembering me? Like, this is so nice. Um <laughs> I do find it's kind of it's extra challenging as a woman to to enter this like industry. I think like well, I you think know, that's also the reason why they remember your name better than they remember yeah, others. Yeah, and of course, and there's always people sliding into your DMs asking you out. There's always like risks. Name of names, people. name names. No, um, I had an issue recently. This guy's not even a comic. He's like I I couldn't even find him in the groups, but he goes to open mics. Mm. And he had asked mm. me, like, to grab a drink after, and I was like, okay. And then um, we grabbed There's a drink. nobody who's a not comic that goes to open mics that you can't immediately spot. No, like, no, Like, if no. you start seeing the same person over and over. Yeah, no. He, like, it's very easy to tell who's not the comic if he keeps showing up. I haven't seen it. No, like, I saw him, like, once, and then I saw him, like, three months later. Like, he was, like, very sporadic, and he was, like, a law student or something. Mm. And then I was like, okay. Mm. Like, we grabbed a drink. I wasn't into it. I went to leave, and he was like, oh, no kiss for me. And I was like, uh, no. Like, I'm not into this. And he wow. was, like, really yeah. aggressive about it. Never saw him again. And then, like, the other day I was at Sally O'Brien's and he like comes up to me and I'm like who the fuck are you like I didn't remember him and then yeah. like he was like he's like hey remember me from like the other mic and I was like oh yeah cool and he was like really in my face about it and then like eventually like some other male comics were just like yo like we're gonna like just like sit next to you and make sure he like goes away but like things like this happen all the time and I'm like this you know I'm literally just trying to like get my three minutes why the fuck are you doing this to me yeah. like it's not fair I think people sometimes uh I mean I I don't think it's as many comics here as in maybe in other scenes where I know, like, there were a few comics who were, like, hitting on the same few women over and over again. Um, But people don't, like, realize that, like, a lady at a mic is literally just trying to get work done. Like, she... She's yeah. trying to do and the same thing we're yeah. trying yeah. to do. Like, yeah, and it's... A, not different. It's not there always, were comics. Uh, you know, open mics, and I, I feel bad talking so snarkily about open mics but like there are some mics where it's like yeah there's going to be a lot of people doing like kind of try hard stuff on the mic and you're just like waiting to your it's not it's, it's not a sexy atmosphere if someone yeah. tried to hit on me on an open mic it's like okay either you i better really like you or you're just really bad at this like yeah I I mean, i've been doing this for years and it never once crossed my mind to hit on another female comic it really just hasn't but i guess or it happens it, at bars and doesn't. people have like are brave i don't know yeah. I, and like I know, I know there are like some cases where like also, people start dating. Doug, you're know. not a you know, you're no longer a twenty something horned up dude. Exactly. In life, no, you're an adult now who's yeah. in his 
I am an adult with adult thoughts. Fifties. Um, forty. Thank you very much. <laughs> you son of a. Bitch. I, I turned forty next year, but uh, yeah, no. But it, so there is a different. Like think yeah. about uh, in your twenties. Every time you went out, it was in your brain to try and meet somebody and, and go on a date with them or hook up with them. Yeah, or and that's un, an unfortunate part of the male brain, whether they like to admit it or not. I mean, yeah. I don't hit on people at open mics. I abhor anyone who dates another comic, um, a comedian who dates another comedian. I, it's, it's like dating a coworker. I don't get yeah. it. I don't Matt understand is exactly. right behind you. <laughs> oh, I'm <He's> right. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. He's just, I'm, I'm oh, right. Yes, he's married to one now. <laughs> yep. And uh, he has a list. Oh, no, uh, not a list. But <laughs> what? Oh, what? oh, wait. Now There's I'm in some. Are you outing Matt Kona right now? Oh, it's no secret. He's dated other comedians. I have dated one other comedian, I think. But she lived in a different city, so it didn't really like. Ooh, which city? Wasn't that awkward? Which city? Somerville, apparently. <laughs> oh, city. oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Apparently, Somerville's a whole different city. Not nah, well, yeah. Now in Cambridge, and, and she no longer does comedy. Yeah. Okay. So my count is right. No, three. I know. <laughs> I yeah. Okay. I have dated three comedians. Yeah, that's you know some. That's yeah. more that's than me. Like, yeah. That's three more than me. Yeah, that's yeah. Three yeah. More than three me. More than and you me. didn't know which one I forgot, so don't say uh, <laughs> Somerville. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, okay, all right. Well, I, actually, I actually, I, I at fucked this show, that her up. and I both did naked uh, the, the the naked show naked together. Truth telling, uh, and that's she told me that uh, about it. Yeah. While we were both doing the naked show together, like in the waiting area. Yeah, there and then out front because I think this was back still when I smoked cigarettes. Oh, gotcha. So we would be out there smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And watching Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> the Salter Brothers. Anyway, but so yeah. Um, I don't have you. I have nothing um, to do. I was trying to figure out the rest of the lyrics. I was rocking the Pulp Fiction soundtrack the other day. Nice. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not judging you for it. I just doesn't. My brain. No, never I understand because I mean, I went. Almost a, a decade without dating a, a comedian, because yeah, you don't want to want to make it aw- awkward or uncomfortable when it ends or whatever. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, and you don't want to. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable at any time. So, <laughs> you know, they just. Totally yeah, and I mean, there's and other comedians are pro. It, it's uh, it depends on who it is. I, I understand it depends on who they are and what you establish as your relationship. There's other comedians that we do know. That has had uh, not only uh, talks about her her uh, coital relationship with other comedians. They have an agreement. That's what all this is, and they go about it. Not only has she talked about it openly, it's in print. Yeah, yeah. For oh, the wait. newspaper I work for, <laughs> I didn't write it, but link link me now. I'm interested. Wait, should, is it okay to say if it's already in print? I don't want to. I'm just being check out nosy, the Weekly but... Dig archive. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't she's wanna... the, que- the queen of Boston comedy. Christine Hurley. <laughs> uh, it's, no, I'm, no, I'm surprised no. she's not the grandma of Boston. Everyone's, Boston. yeah, I don't know, but, uh, but, no, but it's but like dating a coworker because I I have never I had never dated a coworker, but I was dating someone who became my coworker, mm. and I think it like ruins the relationship <laughs> because I'm like, all right, we live together and now we work together. Yeah, you don't and, have any time apart. Yeah, with that's them. not yeah. good. Yeah, and Sam, as the new comedian in the group, who was just openly talking about having a, a very 
exciting sex life? Is that the right term to or use? More or, interesting or more interesting than, than mine. Yeah. And you've obviously been uh, just a minute, a few minutes of comedians sliding into your DMs. And you don't have to mention names if you want, but I'd rather you mention names if you could. But, uh, okay. I mean, uh, you, you, do whatever you want. But uh, I mean, what's, so the, as a new comedian, are you already, did you have to, did you fall into the trap of, oh yeah, I'll go out with a couple of guys and then realize, oh, dating comedians is a bad idea. Did you immediately know? Could oh, you yeah. immediately tell? Are there warning signs? What are the red flags for other uh, female comedians who are listening to the backstage of the Naked Comedy Show so, who are new to comedy? I'm like, oh, yeah. Sam told me all the red flags of being a new comedian. You definitely don't want to shit where you eat. Like like you said, it's like fucking a coworker. And I made the immediate mistake when I very first started of uh, fucking a comic. He was actually like pretty seasoned, so he was not an open micer. Um, but it got very weird, and he was mm-hmm. like, like, I was just starting, like, like I was a couple weeks in, and he's like, oh my god, it's so cute that you, like, want to try this comedy thing. Yeah. I've been doing it for years. That's and, like, Oh, now I really yeah. want to know this. Like, I will, I, I will openly say that the person we were talking about, Trissa Ald, who's a great comedian, and I love her. Um, and it's no, uh, I oh, also, I was supposed to be on a show with her tonight, but yeah. she was sick. Oh, she's <laughs> great. Oh, uh, like, uh, Club Cafe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a great comedian. She's open about that she's had sex with other comedians, um, and, so that's so that's the my name drop. Go ahead, Sam. Drop some names. No, I'm not. No, you, I'm, you don't have to. I'm not gonna name to. drop, but um, like people yeah. in his network were like, he's like, oh, like my friends have been seeing you at open mics. You're going really hard. You're really trying. And I was like, are Who you talks fucking like this? That's why I want yeah. outside of the gossip. Yeah, outside of the, of the fun say of, of of you know shaming fucking creepos. I want to know who is because I can't imagine anybody talking like that. Yeah, and maybe, maybe perhaps I'm exaggerating it a little bit. Which but is like, fine. Also, yeah, hyperbole is like, hyperbole. But, but I feel yeah. like I was, talk like that. Yeah, like I, I was being like, like tracked. Like he was like, oh, like oh, my friend saw you at this mic and this mic and this mic and like oh, you're really going for it. And like it was just kind of condescending. And like after that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, like and it was you know like I mean I'll. Like, I'll see him every now and then, and, like, I... But it's, like, not a positive interaction. It was kind of, you know, just, like, a fade-out. Like, we fucked a couple times and, like, no hard feelings, but... I was like, I'm not going to keep fucking you because you're being an asshole. Like, I'm yeah. trying my best here. And, like, I'm trying – like, first of all, there are very few women in general. And whenever I see any woman trying to get into this, like, I immediately – I'm like, please, like, add me on Facebook. I will send you all the mics because – Yeah, you made I- a mic list that yeah. I've been using. That's very helpful. Like, the Thank amount you. of time and effort it took me to even break into this was, like, insane because it's so difficult. And, like, women need to support other women and stuff. So, like – a lot of people are deterred immediately. There was, like, one girl that, like, was at studio. Like, some guy came up to her and was, like, trashing her, giving her a hard time, like, talking about her outfit. And she, like, wanted to quit, like, after, like, one mic. And I was like, no, some of these men are assholes. And you just keep plugging forward. Like, just, you know, like, especially don't fuck them because then that gives them the power to be like, yeah, I saw her naked. Well, I guess yeah. everyone just saw us naked. But yeah. still, you know. Yeah. No, like, I got but, it. Uh, <laughs> you, you, in the, you were mentioning that apparently other comedy buddies of his were – uh, say, you know, coming up to you at open mics and talking to you. Do you think there was a, uh, hey, look, dudes, I banged her. She's easy. Go for it. Oh, like, God. do you feel like there was some of that conversation happening behind the scenes of, of, amongst him and his friends? I have no idea. I mean, that has since, like, fizzled out, like, a lot, like, you know, a while ago, but I think, um, you know, in general, yeah, like, there is talk, like, once you do something, like, it's people gossip and they want to know. And I think, yeah, people. Should- People oh. do want to know. I'm a nosy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I get it. Um, so it's tough. Even after you all of that saying, 
saying all of that, there's a part of me that's like, what if my I made my life really messy and like slept with a comedian just for the danger, you know? <laughs> I just well, want, or not even the danger, just like the 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 excitement. Even well, though we've had the, the the opinion of a, a heterosexual female comedian as a homosexual or a lesbian comedian, is it different? Do you think do you see other female comedians differently than you think how she sees other men comedian? Um, oh, do you, oh, do you mean like do I see other female comedians like like sexually or like as potential mates? However you want to interpret the question <laughs> and however you want to answer it is the answer that we will. Receive. I primarily see camaraderie with other female comics, regardless of whatever attraction I may or may not have with them. And for the most part, I like yeah, I would. I would rather everyone have like a good time at mics and like have something fall out and make people uncomfortable except for if I like I don't and except for like a like in a fantasy world where it's like oh my god this is like so dangerous or whatever but um but yeah I would like I would much rather have a really good scene in Boston and like have everyone like work hard on their craft than like get my metaphorical dick wet yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, I'm actually biased, so, like, I, I'm into both. Well, I, I know, think. but yeah, yeah. you're into, uh, I know that from earlier, but you can speak from the heterosexual opinion, yeah. whereas Kendra can't. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you don't, like, at the end of the day, like, it's just like, it, I, it feels like colleagues, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I made a mistake, like, I feel yeah. like. No, it's, and it's also like, I, I wouldn't even call it necessarily a mistake, like, I, like, comedians are, <laughs> In bars with one another, uh, and we're saying uh, Matt Kona is married to a comedian. There, you're in bars with people talking about like some vulnerable stuff. Like there might be a connection that happens, like you know, down the line. Like it's not wild or impossible. It's just a. Um, it yeah. could be messy. I actually want to ask you guys a question. So my roommate just walked in and she, she actually gave me some insight to this. So when I very first started comedy, I would always go for like super sexual content and it would always be at dive bars and like all these like old men would be like, Rah! and like yelling over me and like cheering before I even get to the joke. And she was like, she's like, well, you know why they're doing that? They're just imagining you naked and having sex and they're like going wild in their fantasies. And I talked to some men and they were like, oh yeah. If you start talking about sex and nudity, like, I'm thinking about you naked. And then other men were like, absolutely not. That's insane. So I'd like to know, what is the deal on that? Like, is, like, like, I don't know. As, like, a young, attractive woman, like, talking about this shit, like, is that a rookie mistake? Well, I think that it, it depends on the joke itself and the details to it. How long is the setup? And uh, if the punchline is more memorable than the than the story or something because i mean in any joke if you talk about i say you know i making a joke about rock climbing or something i don't know are people imagining me rock climbing maybe i don't know but they like they know what it is but if it's sex that's something that's easily distractible to anyone's brain especially drunken old men in dive bars yeah, I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't say i wouldn't say refrain from doing it but but if you're, you know, if there's a, a way around it, I don't know. You could also call that out, call out the elephant in the room. Be like, hey, if you're thinking about me having sex, just just <laughs> focus for a fucking second. Let me get to the punchline, and then you can go fantasize or whatever. But uh, I speak, mean, yeah, I yeah. think if it, it, it's just natural when somebody's painting a, a picture with words to picture it in your head. It's just that men are 
we're mostly disgusting pigs. Yeah. So we're I just, <laughs> yeah, I just read this, uh, this book. It, it's by Fred Stoller, who was on the 1989 Young Comedian special on HBO. And there was another comic on the show who was a female and he wrote a book basically like 20 years later. Where is everybody? And she was, uh, I don't have, her name escapes you at the moment, but, um, she stopped doing comedy and, mm-hmm. and like, but when people would remember her, they would bring up like because she did a joke about sex noises and they'd be like, yeah, I remember that. But you know, uh. so yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like it, you could, it could be the best joke, but people still take it out of context. Just like if you're using any word, you know, that's like a trigger to someone. That is what they'll remember. Like they won't remember the punchline, and you can't help it. You can't cater to every distracted mind. You just got to tell your stories or tell the jokes yeah. that you want to tell. Of so. Anyway, it, you know what the sound of the cup on the table means? It means uh, we're we're wrapping up. Dennis is about right. to lose his shit. So we're uh, thank you, thanks everybody for for, you. for being on. Yeah, Andy, you want to say any uh, closing uh, closing oh, words yeah. or wrapping up the show? This is the uh, host of backstage. I mean, the host of the Naked Comedy Showcase. The reason this podcast exists, Andy O'Fight. Hello, Matt Kona. Hello, other comedians. <laughs> Uh, Anonymous comedians. Uh, yes. uh, everybody listening. <laughs> oh, please don't make me remember everyone's yeah, name. Yeah. That's why I keep notes. <laughs> and uh, this is an awesome show. Everybody was awesome. That we had such good energy in that room, and uh, can't wait to hear all the uh, stuff you guys did back here. How many volunteers did you get tonight? We got three. We got. We could have had more even, but uh, uh, two people uh, jumped up, including one who had done it before, and. Uh, it was funny, and so uh, I I always tell them once they get on the show doing the naked joke twice, I'm like, yeah, try try putting your clothes on and do a set. <laughs> yeah. Try that. Try 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 uh, try uh, uh, trying to make people pay attention to you when when there's <laughs> there's it's a different element. You know when it's normal in in a, in a room full of disinterested par- bar patrons. Yeah, that's that's that that's the real thing. That's the real drug. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank Check you. us out. Tell a friend. Come back hey. to the show. Bring a friend, but don't tell them what it is. First Thursday <laughs> of every month here at Improv Boston. Get your tickets in advance because it sometimes sells out. And check out the special next month, the uh, March 24th, Tuesday edition, 7 p.m. doors, 8 p.m. show. Dan Martin recording his debut album, Naked. 